Hello, listeners, and welcome to the One Small Thing Wellness Podcast. My name is James Rogers, and I am your host. This is the podcast where we examine and talk about how by making very small, incremental, and intentional changes to our daily lives, we can expect to see some pretty significant benefits that can really add up over time. Before we dive into today's episode, if you could do me one small favor and hit the subscribe or follow button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, if you like what you hear on today's episode, please feel free to share it with your friends. We're trying to organically grow our listener base, and we are looking for listeners. So the topic I've chosen for this episode is, are you ready to get cold? Have you heard about cold water immersion therapy? Maybe you've seen a news story or read an article or seen a YouTube video or perhaps listened to another podcast that has talked about the health benefits of cold water immersion therapy or sometimes referred to as cold water hydrotherapy or just cold water therapy. Well, immersing yourself in cold water does have some distinct health benefits as a growing number of health influencers, celebrities, and trainers will all happily confirm. But what exactly is cold water therapy? Well, cold water therapy is simply the practice of deliberately exposing yourself to cold water. And when I mean cold water, I mean somewhere between about 54 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit to treat various health conditions or to stimulate various health benefits. Before we continue, I should add that while cold water immersion therapy certainly has some potential benefits, which we'll get into in just a minute, I must also add that it's not for everyone and there are risks. So before embarking on a cold water therapy protocol, it is best to consult with a medical professional. So I got interested in taking cold showers and going for cold water swims a few years ago, but it's only been in the past few months that I have adopted it as a regular practice that I do several times a week. And I can tell you from my personal experience that after I take a two to three minute ice bath or ice cold shower, I feel absolutely fantastic. And the benefits don't wear off after a few minutes. It sets me up for feeling good for the rest of the day. And that's not to mention the other potential health benefits, which we'll explore further in this episode. So the practice has been around for a long time, but recent adaptations of this practice include things like taking ice baths, uh, daily cold showers, and going for cold water swims. I should also point out that another option to cold water immersion therapy is the growing popularity of cryotherapy, which is the practice of exposing oneself to freezing or near freezing temperatures. In whole body cryotherapy, an individual sits or stands in a chamber while being exposed to sub-zero temperatures of liquid nitrogen. This usually requires going to a business that offers such services and that charges a fee for each session, and that can certainly add up and get expensive over time. Now, there are many potential health benefits that one can achieve with cryotherapy, but for our purposes here today, we're not talking about going to a cryotherapy business and paying money to get into a liquid nitrogen chamber. Uh, rather, what we're talking about is a low-cost or even a no-cost option that is available to anyone and that can lead to some significant potential health benefits. Prominent Harvard biologist David Sinclair developed a hypothesis that he calls the metabolic winter hypothesis. And his hypothesis is based on the fact that for tens of thousands of years, our status quo as a species was being cold. And that's because our ancestors lived outdoors in seasonably cold temperatures. Not only did they live, but they learned to adapt and even thrive on living in the cold, cold conditions. 
And this is completely counter to our modern lives where we live in the relative comfort that indoor climate controlled conditions make possible. The idea behind David Sinclair's hypothesis is that as a species, we've become soft and somewhat weaker than our ancestors precisely because of the comfortable artificially climate controlled lives that we lead, but that by deliberately and regularly exposing ourselves to cold temperatures for extended periods of time, we can begin to improve our health, our stamina, and even our mental outlook. But what exactly is the science behind cold water therapy and its reported benefits? Well, we're going to attempt to answer those questions and dig into some of that research as we delve further into this topic. So now that we have some understanding of what cold water therapy is and how it might be beneficial, let's talk a little bit about what the supposed health benefits are. Supporters of cold water therapy believe that this technique can improve things like circulation, reduce inflammation, assist in muscle recovery after working out, deepen REM sleep, and even lower stress and elevate mood. Now, there is a lot of anecdotal evidence to back up all those benefits, but I was surprised to find that there is not a lot of research that exists to support those claims. Cold water therapy, however, does have some benefits of which some are proven by science. So let's take a look at those benefits and the science behind them. Number one is less muscle soreness or inflammation. Although researchers are still debating the details, studies do indicate that athletes who soak in cold water for short periods after intense exercise have much less muscle soreness later on. A small controlled study that was published in 2014 in the National Library of Medicine found that cyclists who completed intense training sessions had less soreness after 10 minutes of immersion in 60 degree water than those who did not get cold water immersion treatment. A similar study from 2016 that was also published in the National Library of Medicine and involved 30 participants showed the same thing. Athletes who soaked in a pool of cold water reported less muscle soreness than those who had no cold water therapy after an intense training session. So according to medical experts, the reason that cold water helps with pain and inflammation is because it causes blood vessels to constrict and that reduces blood flow to the affected area, which helps to reduce swelling and inflammation and by extension reduces pain. So number one, again, is less muscle soreness and inflammation. Number two benefit of cold water immersion therapy is possibly improved immunity. It is believed that cold water therapy also helps to boost our immune system by increasing white blood cell count. Also, a quick burst of adrenaline that is stimulated when your body first comes into contact with cold water actually activates an immune response. In a fairly well-known Dutch study, scientists tested whether people could voluntarily influence their own immune response by practicing deep breathing techniques combined with cold water immersion. This is pretty crazy, but when participants were injected with a bacterial infection, the group that used these techniques of cold water therapy combined with breathing techniques had fewer and less symptoms than those who did not use these techniques and instead were treated with traditional antibiotics. So turns out that the bodies of those who employed deep breathing and cold water immersion produced more anti-inflammatory chemicals and fewer pro-inflammatory cytokines in response to the infection. 
It is further believed by scientists like David Sinclair at Harvard and neurobiologist Andrew Huberman at Stanford University that repeated exposure to discomfort by doing things like fasting or pushing oneself to you know go beyond their physical limits, or in this case, exposing oneself to uncomfortably cold water temperatures, all help to build resiliency, which helps us to stave off disease and can even protect against the natural effects of aging. So getting cold can help you to become healthier and more resilient in the long run. So the number two benefit of cold water therapy is improved immunity. Number three is that cold water therapy may help people lose weight. If you want to lose weight, then you might want to consider cold water immersion therapy. A 2018 study published in the Natural Journal Scientific Reports has found evidence that exposure to cold temperatures could transform the type of fat we form in our bodies and help us even potentially burn off excess fat. So what the research has found is that exposure to cold temperatures causes white fat, and that is the type of fat that is typically found in adult humans, to be converted into brown fat. Brown fat is structurally different than white fat. In fact, brown fat is very similar to the fat that babies and toddlers are born with, otherwise known as baby fat. And it is different than white fat and explains why babies are not able to shiver, which is a way that the body creates heat. White fat is made up of big droplets of lipids or fatty acids. Brown fat cells are packed with mitochondria, which is rich in iron and gives it its brown color. So how this works is when your body gets cold, it makes the hormone norepinephrine. And we won't get too deep into the science, but suffice to say that brown fat requires less energy to burn off or to lose than white fat. It is believed that cold water immersion also increases the basal metabolic rate, which helps the body to operate more efficiently and burn off fat, even when you're sleeping. A 2009 study out of the UK and published in the British Medical Journal found that one five-minute soak per day in 60-degree water for two weeks increased the basal metabolic rate. So that means that the basal metabolic rate is increased, you're burning more calories more efficiently. However, there have been no large-scale studies done to conclusively confirm that cold water therapy will aid in weight loss, but there is loads and loads of anecdotal evidence that it does. So number three, cold water therapy may assist in losing weight. Number four, and this is a big one, is that cold water therapy may help to alleviate symptoms of depression and anxiety. First, I should point out that cold water therapy is not a cure for any mental health con condition and should only be used as health protocol after consulting with your physician. But some case studies do suggest that cold water immersion has helped alleviate symptoms of depression and anxiety in some people. One such study from 2018 in the uh, British Medical Journal involves a young woman who experienced severe depression and generalized anxiety since about age 17. At age 25, she began a trial program of regular cold water immersion therapy. Over a 90-day period, her symptoms decreased so significantly that she was able to stop taking the medications used to treat those symptoms. What's really remarkable is that a year after the study concluded, her doctors found that continued cold water therapy that she did three times per week at five minutes per session in 58 to 60 degree water still kept her depression symptoms at bay. In another study conducted out of Russia in 2013, researchers found that a program of twice daily cold showers 
that lasted two minutes decreased depression symptoms in study participants. What's really notable is that among the 24 participants in this study, over half reported continuing with the cold showers six months after the study had concluded, which tells us that the cold showers must have had some therapeutic benefit if that many of the study participants continued with them long after the study had ended. Another study published in the European Journal of Applied Physiology from 2010 found that 12 minutes per week of cold water immersion in water ranging from 54 to 59 degrees Fahrenheit led to a 250% increase in dopamine. And dopamine is the neurotransmitter that uh, plays a key role in mood and motivation. That's pretty remarkable. The amazing thing is that you don't have to do 12 minutes of cold water immersion in one session. So that 12 minutes is a cumulative number of minutes for an entire week. So you could break it up into three or four or even six sessions, like do six two-minute sessions, for example. You just want to get up to about 12 minutes per week of cold water exposure. So that's pretty doable, don't you think? So how does cold water therapy work for treating depression? Well, it appears from the research that cold water activates the, uh, the sympathetic nervous system and it increases blood levels of beta endorphin and noradrenaline. And that's that rush that you feel when you're first exposed to cold water and you gasp for air. And cold water immersion also helps to reduce systemic inflammation, which is strongly linked to depression. So the number four benefit is that exposure to cold water may help to alleviate symptoms of depression and anxiety. So that brings us to the next question, how do you get started? How do how does one get started doing cold water immersion therapy? Well, first, because cold water immersion does affect blood pressure, heart rate, and circulation, it can lead to cardiac stress, cardiac stress, excuse me. So it is advised again to consult with a medical professional before embarking on cold water uh, therapy protocol. But once you're ready, here are some tips that can help you get started. First, you could start with a warm shower. And after a couple of minutes, gradually lower that temperature. Try to stay in the cold water. And when I mean cold, the coldest that you can get the shower to get. Try to stay in that for a minimum of 30 seconds. Then do this every day and try to increase your time by 15 to 30 seconds until you can stand in that cold water for two minutes. Uh, second, you can skip the warm water and just get straight into a cold shower. Again, try to start with 30 seconds and build up to two minutes after a week or so. See how you feel. If you're feeling good, maybe you can push it up to three minutes. If you can get that time up to two to three minutes, you're going to have those prolonged benefits long after you get out of that cold shower or cold tub. Um, third, you can fill a cold uh, a, a tub with cold water. And then what I do is I will take the cold water in the tub and then dump between 20 to 50 pounds of ice in that tub. And that will get that water down to a nice chilly 55 to 60 degrees. And then you just get in. It's a little hard to get in, trust me. Um, but once you're in, you want to get in and stay submerged for at least two minutes. Please don't attempt to go for more than about five minutes until you're more experienced and demonstrated that you can do so safely and repeatedly and withstand five minutes. And I should add that getting into ice cold water will definitely get your attention and it will push you to your limits. Um, you're going to want to give up. But what I found to be helpful is to do some breathing exercises before I get in. And then I continue to focus attention on my breathing while I am immersed in the cold water. 
this helps me to keep my mind off the fact that I am feeling very cold. And I use a method called the box breathing technique, which it's a form of yogic breathing that the Navy SEALs actually use to overcome stressful situations. If you're interested, I encourage you to check out the box breathing technique. There are tons of videos on this on YouTube. Um, and when you start thinking about the discomfort of the cold, just go back to focusing on your breathing until you've made it to the two minute mark. And then fourth, if you're fortunate enough to live near a cold water lake, a pond, a river, or the ocean, here I live in Southern California, where in the summer, the water can get you know warmer, but in the winter months, in the fall, even in the spring, the temperatures are in the upper 50s, which is definitely chilly water, and you can get a lot of great benefits from swimming in waters of that temperature. Obviously, when swimming, please exercise caution, don't go alone, and always swim with a buddy. Now, as far as how long you need to stay in the cold water, the evidence suggests that health benefits start to kick in after as little as 30 seconds. In fact, in as little as 30 seconds, the body starts to release noradrenaline and dopamine, which is why shortly after you get out of that cold water, you feel so good and so refreshed. But experts agree that sustained benefits that last longer really kick in at about the two-minute mark. The nice thing is you don't need to go for more than about two minutes. Also, keep in mind that if you're going into water that is below 60 degrees for more than about 10 minutes or so, you need to start thinking about and being a little bit concerned with hypothermia. So as a guideline, a lot of proponents of cold water therapy say to keep your session between about two to five minutes so as to avoid hypothermia. Now, when you're done, it's okay to warm yourself up a little. You're going to want to, but do so gradually. Maybe wrap up in a blanket put on some sweats, sit by a fireplace, uh, but do so gradually. You might want a warm beverage or to get something to eat to warm your body up, but under no circumstances should you go straight from really cold water to really hot water as the sudden temperature change can cause a change in your blood flow, which can cause you to pass out. And we don't want that. So who might want to try cold water immersion therapy? Well, if you're looking to recover more quickly after a game or intense workout, cold water therapy might help you bounce back faster. If you're looking to jumpstart your day and get a natural boost of feel-good uh, neurotransmitters like noradrenaline and dopamine, then you might want to consider cold water therapy. If you're interested in boosting, uh, boosting your immunity or getting a jumpstart in your weight loss program, then cold water immersion therapy may be something you want to explore. If nothing else, try experimenting a little. After you're warm, or hot shower, try about 20 to 30 seconds of ice cold water and see how it feels. I guarantee you, you're going to feel uncomfortable when you're in the cold water, but ask yourself how you feel after you get out. Chances are you're going to feel pretty good. If you like the feeling, you may want to consider pushing yourself a little further each day. So as we wrap up today, I'd like to leave you with this thought. By doing just one small thing and beginning a cold water immersion protocol, you might realize a lot of health benefits find that you have more energy, recover more quickly after working out or sports, sleep better, and even have improved mood. Those are some pretty impressive outcomes for doing one small thing, like taking an ice cold shower a few times a week. Well, that's all I got for this episode. If you like what you heard here today, please remember to hit the follow or subscribe button before you leave. And please remember to tell your friends about the One Small Thing Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much again for tuning into today's episode, and I hope to see you again here real soon on the One Small Thing Wellness Podcast.